Greetings, friends. Here we go. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk AM 840. We are pleased to have you with us uh, today. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, So Monday, uh, back at it. Ash, hope you and Rocky are doing well. We are. Yeah, we really are. I was saying how we're finally thawed from first Friday. Well, it was it was chilly on Friday, no doubt. Um, and big thank you to everybody who came out uh, and and uh, braved the conditions uh, to visit with us uh, out in um, at First Friday and and in our parking lot where we did an extra uh, show on Friday. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I always like those those broadcasts. Those are that's a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had fun with Alan Stock, uh, some other great guests. It was a good time and supporting a great cause. And the popcorn. We had Goody's popcorn came out, <laughs> and, and he was, I mean, I hate to say it here on the What's Right show, but he was uh, very liberal uh, with the giveaway of the popcorn. So uh, <laughs> our our house our house had had bags of popcorn basically through the weekend. The kids slowly consumed it uh by the end but um the consensus by the way uh from from us at least is that the caramel corn is where it's at yeah i you know i'm always a fan of the butter and then my favorite which is a sleeper is the caramel cheddar mix and i know before you at me on social media it is trust me i was questioning it at first also but it is the like namesake variety it's the goodies mix and the goodies blend and it's fabulous the cheddar caramel mix give it a try before you hate it cheddar caramel mix uh yeah perfect i i haven't tried it yet i, I will try it once uh, <laughs> once you're already over uh, it no guarantees i'm gonna try it twice oh anyway i have kids i want to get to this story because i this boils my blood and if it doesn't boil yours there's something wrong with you. A video surfaced over the weekend on social media showing a fight. It's not really a fight. It's really a violent beating where a female, apparently a female student right here in a Clark County school uh, is pummeling another girl. So it's a, it's a you know, female pummeling another female it seems beating her unconscious in the classroom with students surrounding her laughing. And you can see an adult, not sure if it's a teacher, an aide, or whatnot. Uh, I, I would characterize it as, as being uh, very, um, I don't even, I'm just making no effort really to, 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 to break it up. So uh, the principal of the school wrote uh, a note to the parents, kind of confirming it uh, that that your you know your student may have witnessed something, and we're handling it. But I, I think I think Ashley, this is a this is this ought to be actually a bigger story uh, than it is. This is broken by Channel Thirteen, and uh, and and it's but it's it's really uh, you know students have ought to have and parents ought to have an expectation there is an expectation that you go to school and you're going to be safe 
And it's one thing for something for a violent confrontation to break out away from supervising adults, you know, far corner of of, you know, of the football field. But it's an entirely other issue to have this breakout in a classroom and have the teacher just stand there, not intervene, but also it looks like making no effort to call security or or do anything to to, to end it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I saw this video over the weekend and I was blown away because for the same absolute rea- reaction you had, it, no one is doing anything to help this victim. And that's when I watch it, I'm going, who has their phone out? I, as a friend, as anyone, not even a friend, just someone, a colleague, I would never allow this to happen to someone I sat next to every day for 365 days, basically, of the year. This is so unhuman. It's That's the really like sad part about this is no one, not the teacher, not any of the other students, were pulling this girl off of this other per this other student and and that's really where i'm getting to the the most i think sad i guess overall is just we're not caring about one another yeah but but it's sure and i will say right this is a general general evidence of 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 our sad sack society and i i, I agree on you i agree with you on that point but i think specifically here to us in Las Vegas, I think it's yet another example of how broken Clark County Unified School District is. Uh, Clark County School District is, I, I mean, ought to be, let me tell you, it ought to be broken up into smaller community-based districts, into you know a handful of schools per district where they can be locally managed uh, according to the particular neighborhoods that they serve. Uh, th- this to me, these, this teacher, I, I know, I get it. You know, you don't want to go into a fight, but, but I'm looking, I've watched this video now over and over again. We'll, we'll throw it up on social media here in a minute uh, on the What's Right show, uh, Instagram and Twitter, so you can see it. But, you know, we, you know, I, I tell you, if you're a parent, you, you've, you got to understand that you're, the school district, this particular student here failed, it failed the student. And and I and I I think this is the one incident that got captured on video. I I, I, I where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm I'm sure that this is happening more often than than we even know about. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I'm really curious to know more of the facts of it. I'm sure we're going to hear more and more as it unfolds and the investigation uh, takes place, because I'm curious, like, who is the teacher? Was it the actual teacher? Was it an aide? Was it who was it? Because uh, that's really getting to the point of what you're talking about with the uni- Clark County Unified being too big. It needs broken up. It needs to have local responsibility and and be managed accordingly. So I'm just really going to wait to see how this unravels yeah we want to yeah the pro, the problem is right there are two minors so whenever there are minors in these cases you find out a lot less information than you do if, if it involves the case involves adults the district attorney is commenting about the case i saw that in one of the news reports about this incident so again my my quick take on it is it sounds like the police the DA is involved, and there there may be a uh, this may be a, a, an issue a, a matter where, and I think it we have absolutely appropriate of criminal charges being filed. Yeah, the suspect has been charged with battery and might face additional 
charges. Okay, so that's the I've update. Heard, yeah. yeah, great. Okay, good. I'm. I mean, absolutely uh, fantastic. I have no, but it keep, but to me, it keeps coming back to the teacher, right? You have a bunch of kids. You've got a bunch of kids who've all been cooped up at home for you know two, a year and a half. They, uh, these kids, a lot of these kids come from from bad homes. I get it. All right, uh, but they come to school, and you have to have supervision, and you have to have rules that are enforced. This student felt in this particular classroom, like she could pummel into, literally into unconsciousness, another student with impunity. What I saw in this video, Ash, was a, a student, a teenager, who has no fear whatsoever of the adult authority figure in the room. The fact that this teacher could not maintain control in this classroom comes, comes back to that teacher, comes back to the system that doesn't appropriately punish, you know, uh, uh, the, the students who are, who are off, the, off the chains along the way. Because I think a lot of the things that we often talk about here with law enforcement and being sentient and concerned for the feelings and welfare of criminals. I mean, a lot of this has already occurred in our schools, right? We are so concerned about the self-esteem of kids. We can't tell a kid, you know what? You're a, you're a jerk. You're a problem kid. You, you, you just did something, there's a punishment, and you do it again and you're expelled, and you do it again and you, you go to juvie. And I know this. I know this firsthand. I've I've seen it happen here. I've seen it happen in California schools where the administrators have their hands tied. Because the the principals and the teachers have their hands tied because the school districts are putting in rules that make it impossible to discipline students. Yeah, you made a point there where the student clearly had no concern of punishment or any fear from the adult in that classroom that day. But I'll go one step further. They had no concern about the adult at their house either. I mean, could you imagine going home after school and having to answer to your parents for this type of conduct? Oh, I could never. So this goes beyond just the school district. It goes to homes. That's that's. That's the best point so far. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And that, by the way, now I'm going to sympathize with, with you teachers out there. I feel bad for you. I really do. Because, you know, when, when you and I were kids, Ash, if we came home and, and had done something like this, well, I, I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be a popular thing to say, but my parents would have kind of done to me a little bit something similar of what happened to this, this girl in the video. I mean, my parent. If I had done something like this, my mom, <laughs> um, my mom would have would have smacked me upside the head. I mean, I, I feared my mother. I feared oh, my father. I would have checked myself into juvie. I would have much <laughs> rather. rather been there than than go home to my parents. That I, pa parents, after this. all the parents that think that they're doing good to their kids by being their friend, by being compassionate by buying into all this gobbledygook that the psychologists have foisted upon us with their f grand thoughts of, of uh, like, can't little Johnny, you can't hurt his precious soul. No, <laughs> little Johnny needs a roundhouse kick to the, you know, 
If you, if you don't hold your child accountable, if they do not fear you, if you are their friend, and men, I'm speaking to you now as, as, as a guy, you're not your kid's friend, you're their father. It's the other F word. It's so important. And so I, I sympathize on this note. I sympathize with the teachers because how much can they do? I mean, teachers 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 20, 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. could, could tell, could, could send a, you know, a detention notice home and count on the fact that the kid would come home, you know, to, to be getting grounded, to having consequences, privileges taken away, right? Maybe not everybody was super East European like my parents who dealt with it uh, somewhat physically. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm mystified. I, I'm absolutely mystified. And I, I agree with you 1,000%, Ash, you're right. That girl had no concern of what consequences would come at school or at home. All right, when we come back, Alvin Kamara, speaking of consequences and beatdowns, another athlete on the loose causing mayhem in our town let's discuss this at least this time it wasn't at least this time it wasn't a uh, a raiders player all right don't go anywhere we'll give you the legal take on this when we come back you're listening to what's right with sam and ash news talk 840 kxnt sam and ash injury law has been named the official injury attorneys of the henderson silver knights sam and ash injury law they care they help you win 702-820-1234 or salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right And you're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840 KXNT. This is where you can find us every weekday, 2 to 3 p.m. We discuss current events and the law and other fun things. In this case, uh, it's not really a fun thing, Ash, but just a little bit of brouhaha over the weekend. It looks like an NFL player in town, a New Orleans Saints star, Alvin Kamara, arrested for battery. Uh, in Las Vegas, allegedly beat somebody up. I think at Dre's nightclub is the kind of the rumor around town is where it happened. So the 26-year-old running back's taken to Clark County Jail. I think he's still in jail. He's been released. He's been released? Yeah, okay. just recently. Okay, so today. So he got to spend ooh, a day and a half in jail. Mm -hmm. Not fun when you're used to an NFL lifestyle. Um, so... Everyone's saying, oh, here we go again, you know, another athlete. At least this time, right? It's not one of ours, someone else's athlete. Uh, what, what's your take on this? Look, it's, an, it's a take of poor judgment, and we just see it repeatedly repeat, over and over again uh, with the NFL players. And so what does it mean? I don't know. I think they just lack discipline. That We had two all-star events this weekend. We had the NHL all-star game, and we had the NFL's Pro Bowl over the weekend. And we didn't hear a peep about the NHL players, and it was known that they were out partying because one, our coach said he was struggling to pay attention because he was hungover. So this is, I mean, it's not like the NHL guys are not going out and enjoying themselves. They just have a little bit more discipline and don't brush uh, elbows with Metro. Um, look, I, I saw snippets of the police report. Kamara basically, he spoke, you know, he didn't have to. They read him his Miranda rights and he, he 
just decided to tell him like it tell it like it, he saw it and he he contradicted surveillance footage and so if you're going to talk to the police don't lie right I, right exactly it's a simple uh, pro tip <laughs> and and if it seems that you maybe are could be uh guilty of what the police are accusing you of definitely don't talk less is more and silence is golden all right so so everyone's you know everyone's saying wow this is you know again an athlete again this and that and and you say right okay it, it is a lack of discipline nfl players they seem to have been doing a lot of bad things mm-hmm. lately got it the nl nhl guys are less problematic i i also think it's it's i mean we're we're vegas i mean this is we're a, we're a high friction town even for people who are not professional athletes and i actually think this is one of the great advantages of having vegas be our home turf because when we have visiting teams now that we have and you know we have a hockey team have had a hockey team for a number of years we're our second second year of an ahl team we have the nhl here uh look in, in, in you know the aces so you have these teams here now when when the the other team comes into town to play a game remember evander kane right and he gets himself all distracted and everything gambling and drinking and i think it's i don't know i think it's something that we can work to our advantage that other teams come here and get distracted and then maybe don't <laughs> don't perform as well on the field Sure, but the problem is, if we look at the NFL and the Raiders, we were getting trapped in our own home. So, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, exactly. No, and that, that that's that's an important thing. We've talked about this over and over again. How there are things that the Raiders ought to be doing to keep their players on the straight and narrow, and there's things they could be doing more. But you're absolutely right. And when you one of the things you said, we're a high friction town. Everyone you run into is at some level has an elevated BAC on the strip. Is that a fair point? <laughs> yes. And a yes. lot of people are there. And you're lucky that, if it's just an elevated BAC. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people are there that aren't professional athletes, that don't have a reputation to or a brand to uphold. And so they're a little, you know, they're feisty. And so you have to be prepared to run into those people as a professional athlete. And I think we're seeing here that Alvin Kamara and his people that he was with, they weren't prepared for that. You know, you run into a drunk person, they mouth off. You've got to be the bigger, better person on that situation. And I just think people aren't used to it. One of the interesting facts that I we didn't really touch on yet is this event happened before the Pro Bowl game. This was, I think, like an early Saturday morning or like very early Sunday. I'm not sure on the timeline, but it was before the Pro Bowl game actually took place. And Metro knew he was a suspect, but he got to participate in the game. And then he was interviewed at Allegiant afterwards. (laughs) They they sent the paddy wagon for him after after he played. Yeah, I think the show must go on is really the the saying. Only in Vegas. I know. The cops cops go, hey, you know what? Uh, We we know you did it, but we're going (laughs) to let you play the game. Let the show happen. Get the, get these all these fine people who bought tickets. Let them have their fun, and then we got gotcha. you. Right. Yeah. That's 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 hilarious. <laughs> but but I'm really look. I, all in all, I'm really proud of our town. Las Vegas came through. We're the only city to have ever hosted two All Star games, uh, professional sports All Star games, in one weekend, and we did it uh, successfully. 
except for Alvin Kamara, but still a huge success and really, really great for our, our town. I, uh, absolutely, 100%, and, and not really any problems with the Raiders. Like I said, no, it was a good week for the Raiders. Good stuff. All right, when we come back, Joe Rogan being threatened again to get canceled, his $100 million contract up in the air. I'm, we're going to tell you why this contract ain't going anywhere, okay? It's going to stay right where it is. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. What's right with Sam and Ash? News Talk 840, KXNT. Comfortable and confident is how Sam and Ash Injury Law clients feel after the very first call. Comfortable knowing they have decades of personal injury experience. Confident there's reputation and trust to resolve cases and to do what's right. Sam and Ash Injury Law offers platinum legal service to anyone who contacts them. Quality matters. Integrity matters. Who you hire to protect and represent you matters. If you've been hurt in an accident, choose Sam and Ash Injury Law. 702-820-1234 or SamandAshLaw.com because you deserve what's right. Right. Peanut butter and jelly got nothing on us. You're listening to Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840 KXNT. The What's Right Show. Thank you for bearing with us here through the break. By the way, uh, I took the news uh, break to uh, go down a, um, a rabbit hole or raccoon hole maybe a raccoon hole i started you know how they have those i'm not on tiktok i don't do tiktok sorry but i i'm on instagram and i and they have the the reels you know and and they and as some somebody suggested to me as i was looking at my instagram a a raccoon reel (laughs) well let me tell you one raccoon video led to another led to another and uh and i'm in a good mood I'm like, I'm sending them. Yeah, I'm. (laughs) Now we know. I'm sending them. I'm sending them off to to Ashley. Raccoons may surprise people. They're very, very intelligent animals. Um, Probably smarter than some people, which makes them, you know, maybe not necessarily the best pet because they will, you know, absolutely drive you bananas. But in some places, you can have them as pets. And, um, but you can teach them how to ride scooters and all sorts of stuff and makes for great, you know, Instagram material, I suppose. Yeah, I I remember actually a story, I think up in Canada, they had to do a scientific study or like to redesign their trash cans because pandas or the, the raccoons were getting into people's trash at such a high rate and destructive rate that they had to like redesign the local trash cans. I no, I know it's it it's uh, stories like this. I, I, where I grew up, my neighborhood, we had a lot of raccoons, and they were and they were pests. I mean, terrible pests, and they got into a bunch of stuff. And I mean, they have they'll they'll work together as a team and <laughs> knock over a trash can, and then you know basically have a uh, a luau right there in the alley. So, um, but you know, I'm not saying have a whole menagerie of raccoons. It'd just be cute to have one. Just okay. one. Anyway. Your birthday is coming up. Note to self. <laughs> well, like six months from now, but okay, yeah. All right, you got five months to find me a raccoon. There you go. Go. Uh, <laughs> speak, speaking of uh, speaking of things that are impossibilities, 
um, this whole Joe Rogan controversy, right? It, all of a sudden, it's out in the news that he used the N-word. Now, folks, none of this controversy is new. I remember last year, it was ah, four or five months ago when Joe Rogan was here in Las Vegas at MGM, and he did his uh, couple nights here with uh, Dave Chappelle. And he he brought this up. He brought up that there's a compilation of, of a compilation video of himself using the N-word. He brought it up, and he... It was in, and he was, he meant, and I know he'd mentioned it before then as well, but he brought it up and he said he was ashamed and, and he made him wince and he just, you know, felt, felt terrible and, and the conversation moved on and nobody cared. Well, I, I'm just saying that nobody in that audience was, you know, ever the, the arena was sold out. Uh, I, I understand people were there to see Chappelle too, but um, there were a lot of Rogan fans in that room of all colors and types and backgrounds and political persuasions. So it was, you know, this is, none of this is new. It's coming out at a time when there is a significant concerted effort to cancel Rogan. And it is not about Rogan. It's not about Joe Rogan. This is about the cancel-obsessed left exercising its political power. It is only about power. And the fight, you know, we had, I saw over the weekend, Robbie, who we have, uh, Robbie Haglund frequently on the, on the program, and he's was a, a formerly a, an intelligence analyst uh, for the military, for the Air Force. And he, uh, f- you know, he mentioned and called it, called cancel culture asymmetrical warfare. And I love that. I love that expression because it is absolutely true. Why? Because those of us that, don't believe in cancel culture. If you say something stupid, you say something hurtful, or you say something wrong, we don't look to cancel you. We want to have a discussion and we want to prove you wrong. If you say something racist, we will call you a racist. We're not calling for you to be canceled. We're just going to call you out for who we think you are. But the other side, they don't play that way. The other side, the way they do this is they say, ah, you violated a rule. And right now at this date and time of our choosing, we want you gone. You're eliminated. They don't afford to us, to our side, the free speech side, the same uh, privilege that we afford them. And so even when the cancel people come out and they say somebody ought to be canceled, Joe Rogan ought to be canceled, and, and, and there's a company maybe, a, uh, you know, Nike or whoever wins, woke big companies comes out and says, oh, yes, 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 this is terrible. We think it's awful. And join the chorus of voices that seek to have someone like Joe Rogan or fill in the blank, right, whoever it is in the particular moment, have them eliminated. We say, well, that's their right to express that opinion, and that's their that they can do that. That's they're a private company, and they can say what they want. We don't call for Nike to be canceled. 
delisted from the stock exchange and you know their their products not be sold in stores we don't do that when nike bows and grovels to communist china we don't say nike should be canceled right we don't do that and i i bring all this up because there's a growing chorus now of voices on the right that are saying it's time we level out this asymmetrical warfare and we yeah you want to play by these rules fine we'll cancel your a money money <laughs> we'll turn this around on you it's an interesting proposition folks none of this is about joe rogan none of this is about joe rogan it's not new the question you have to ask yourselves is why now and the reason is is because they smell blood in the water they've chummed the water with blood they've put put it out there now they see the people are biting and they sense an opportunity these 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 uh, cancel culture people are are i don't want to say parasitic but they are not these are not high these are not highly evolved intellectual people but they're 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 absolutely attuned to where to finding and exploiting weakness for their political power well, I also think there's something else going on here. It's what's at stake and who is and why Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan right now has the largest podcast following that we know of. He also is someone out there that is not afraid to have the difficult conversations. And this is always about speech. I mean, remember the election, how frustrated people became on both sides with what was being posted on social media, what was being censored, what was being taken down. And so I, it all comes down to freedom of speech. And one side understands how damaging free speech is to their platform, their agenda of power grabbing. And that's the left. If the left is given the ability to unchallenged continue to make the pandemic still a pandemic, we talk about the state of emergency in, in California, but yet that this weekend we're having 70,000 people packed in one arena can't be but the reason joe rogan is a problem is because he's someone that'll stand there and go and ask the questions and point it out and go this is wrong and so that's why i see everyone going after joe rogan and trying to take him down because if they can take him off of his platform and cut his his ability to talk to everyone freely they're making progress but this is yeah. mutually assured destruction yep. there no yep. side's going to come out alive on this Okay, you had me until that last point. By the way, this is why I think I, I just I value you so much, Ash, because you 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 bring out um, uh, you know you, you you make me think about these things. You're absolutely right. I I'll say this: the the why Joe Rogan is because he is the guy who most successfully. Remember, they went after Trump first because Trump was the most successful. Uh, truth teller of his time mm -hmm. and his, his time I'm talking 2016 call it 2016 to, to 2020 Trump had a massive following unfortunately for him he built it on a platform that was was never uh, going to protect him but he he had a massive following he said exactly what he meant and didn't mince words 
and it won him. It took him from, I will say this, took him from political obscurity into, into the presidency. So now it's Joe Rogan. He's winning over housewives, moms, parents, dads, working class people, rich people, everybody in between people, brown, blue, pink, whatever. He's winning over gay people. He's winning over straight people. He's making persuasive arguments that are and 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 he's doing it in a in a totally different way from Trump in a way that is so he's he's actually proving in, in some ways even more successful than Trump. And they're going after him because he's the high value target now, right? Mm -hmm. He's the high value target. But friends, when they went after Trump and now they're going after Rogan, you don't have to agree with Rogan. You don't have to agree with Trump. It's not about the content of the speech. You and I have, a, and all of us, we have a responsibility to stand up for free speech because eventually they'll come for us. You think you're not a high profile person. You think that you don't matter. You're gonna say something somewhere. And next thing, your, your employer's gonna wanna get rid of you. There's gonna be a call inside your company. Oh my goodness. Can you believe what Bob said at the Christmas party, right? Right. And they will come for you. If we don't put our foot down on this, on a matter of principle, it's going to happen to all of us. And it, it, it's not just going to happen to the president of the United States. It's not just going to happen to the guy with the $100 million contract. It'll happen to, it'll happen to any one of us. Because, because precisely if Twitter can delist, deplatform a sitting president, and if, and I don't believe they will, I started, I, I started by saying I don't think they'll be successful here with Rogan, but if they succeed in getting a company to dump a hundred million dollar talent, uh, then I think, you know, I think that you and I, we're fair game. We're absolutely fair game. Absolutely. Uh, we have to protect our right to free speech. Otherwise, we'll end up like China. And if you want to know what that's going to look like, look at that story with the uh, female tennis player, Peng Shui claims sexual assault and now she's denying it because she, after disappearing it's it's tragic but that's the slippery slope everyone wants to dance and play with because they don't like the other side yeah no it, it absolutely is true now I'll, I'll tell you the two reasons why i think real quick before we break why i think that spotify is keeping rogan well one they said they're keeping him but two it, rogan is massively important for spotify and there already is another company, Rumble, that offered Joe Rogan $100 million to switch platforms, meaning they've put it out there that if Spotify drops him, they will take him. I cannot tell you how many people I personally know who pay for a Spotify subscription only because of Joe Rogan. And this, to me, this is where I start to feel optimistic in this era, that if we come together, there reason is not lost common sense is not lost right and wrong are not lost and just because all the blue checks you know mainstream media pravda type you know state uh propaganda folks are saying one thing one guy can come along and counter all of that so yeah they're going to come for him 
but the fact that there's so much there's so much scale to it now it's 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 encouraging so i know when we come back we've got a sammy on the spot another politician also unmasked unmasked in public holding her breath no doubt we'll tell you about that when we come back ash i hope you've got a good sammy on the spot for me i need it today <laughs> i need to be I put might. on the spot and nothing about raccoons i hope all right what's right with sam and ash news talk 840 kxnt Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams, who recently appeared maskless among dozens of masked up children during a visit to a Georgia elementary school, did so, quote, on the condition that everyone around her wear a face covering, including kids. This, according to her campaign. Welcome back. You're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk 840 KXNT. If you're a parent listening to this or you have grandkids or you just like kids in a non-creepy way, this is maddening, absolutely maddening. It's another example of politicians being ridiculous and forcing kids to wear masks when they want to go maskless. I, I just she, she then blames it on Black History Month, saying the event is impossible impetus for a false political attack there's nothing false about it stacy <laughs> there's nothing false about it you are despicable rules for thee but not for me i can show up at a school i'm gonna be safe i mean even my even the most um, let me close my mind think about oh i know i think we both know ash who our favorite <laughs> pro mask person is yep. i won't mention him on air we love him he's a mask fanatic even he, it's a he, I'll narrow it down the field. Even he would admit that masks are not about protection for yourself, but if anything, they protect from transmission. I, I disagree, but I, I, I get the principle of it, right? It keeps your spit in. <laughs> it's not keeping other people spit out. So Stacey Abrams is full of crap. Okay, I, I mean, it, it, I don't, it doesn't even need to be taken apart, but it, it's just, it is what it is. And these politicians, by the way, to me, why this is important, the takeaway from this is th keep these incidents coming. Keep racking them up. They will slowly, steadily lose any shred of, of, of credibility that they, may still, that they may still think that they have. And it will finally convince the people, the, the go with the flow, okay, we should just be safe. We got to protect ourselves and keep the hospitals protected. And ah, I just want everyone to get along. Those people in the middle, the mushy middle, the mushy middle people, I'm speaking to you. You, you <laughs> cannot for a minute think that Stacey Abrams, Gil Garcetti, Eric Garcetti, excuse me, uh, Gavin Newsom, that they actually believe this horse crap. They don't believe it. They're pulling one on for all, on all of us. That's all it is. And they, they couldn't get away with it if as long if 50% plus one of us decide it's over or done, it's over and we're done. So just that's, that's the message. It's over. We're done. Stacey Abrams doesn't fear this virus she goes out there doesn't wear a mask the kids all have to
because it's power, political power. All right, Sammy on the spot. I'm ready. Warmed up. <laughs> my, my takeaway from it is <laughs> there's clearly a, a PR agency out there that could really capitalize on helping uh these democratic politicians manage this? I mean, how come they don't have an aid, like a, a minimum wage aid, just there like, hey, Stacy, put a mask on. It's This is a bad look. Like You don't want to do this. I that's They don't, they don't, they don't need a new, new PR person. They need a new political outlook on this. For, the, the, yeah, the, of the, course. The, yeah, the, this is not, the, this, this is beyond repair. These people can't be helped. They are like Prince Andrew and his interview. You know how many PR people said to Prince Andrew, don't, do the interview oh prince andrew you don't do it oh boy and he went and did it because they are so convinced all right quick we got we got a minute ash all right well apparently apparently size does not matter in the world of rolls royce because their hood ornaments are shrinking in order to power up electric cars rolls royce is uh minimizing it from 100 uh, millimeters to 83 to minimize drag coefficient there you go how do you feel about Come that? On. By the way, the name of the hood ornament for Rolls-Royce is yeah. Spirit, Spirit of, ecstasy. of Ecstasy. Yep, there it is. So I guess we're just having a little less ecstasy now than we did before. So that's... Spiritus shrinking. Spiritus shrinktus. There it is. <laughs> uh, it's a new spell from Harry Potter. All right, that's it. Uh, find us on Spotify until we get canceled and on Apple Podcast uh, until we get canceled. What's Right with Sam and Ash, News Talk 840, KXNT. We'll see you tomorrow.